0: Hey guys, it's Alfredo. This is Brian, and this is Film Purgatory. So thank you guys for joining us this week. This week is a special week. We have a special guest, Brian. Where did you pick this guy up from? <laughs> Target. Okay, short and simple, straight to the point. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Hello everybody. How you guys doing? <clears throat> What's Ke- going on? Kevin is here for
1: Mortal Kombat. Our Mortal Kombat experts. Yes, sir. So Mortal Kombat, we're gonna start off strong. Favorite fatality, go!
2: Oh man, it's gotta be the the OG original Scorpion with taking out his you know his mask and burning. That's 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 prime right there. That's OG? Just, yeah, OG. That's gotta be. I'm not mad at it. That's pretty cool. I like that. Also, the Dragon of Lucane is not bad. That's a good one.
0: Animality. Going into it, uh, Mortal Kombat is, as you guys know, uh,
2: John Clon Van Dam basically that movie inspired them to get Mortal Kombat. They were based it off of Johnny Cage, his character, and they basically got inspired off of that movie to create such a great franchise, historic fran- video game franchise, which then became uh, movies that we now know of.
0: Well, that's cool. So it's based off of John Clon Van Damme, so they, they, they got inspired off of him watching his movies? or they
2: got Yeah, they pretty much got inspired by his character that he played into Bloodsport, and they basically decided to make this whole game based around that movie and that character that John Van Damme Dam they just played a
1: fun fact actually in that movie Bloodsport Billy Banks um, created a mix of Tai Chi and boxing and called it Taibo I don't know if you remember uh, the tape actually sold 155 million copies more than Titanic oh. since we're on the topic of film wow. and Bloodsport but
2: back to Mortal Kombat so Mortal Kombat basically came around in 1992 as I mentioned Ed Booth and John Tobias John uh, basically came up with the name it took them six months to get the game name going and some of the names they had was dragon attack death blow then they had Steve Ritchie came over to see his friends and saw that combat was written around with the C and they suggest he suggested hey why not change it up and put a K in front of the combat and- they thought it was funny at first, but they kind of ran with it and basically made it into Mortal Kombat, which is what we now know. Instead of some of the names that I mentioned, Dragon Attack and Death Blow, which is what they were initially going to name the movie so, the game.
0: So it was an outsider who came in and
1: suggested the name. Correct. And it yeah, stuck. Pretty much. That's crazy. I wonder if he ever got like official credit. Maybe like some royalties. Hey, he came up with an iconic name. Mortal Kombat
0: he's just getting credit right now Brian right? you didn't hear Kevin <laughs> yeah. oh
1: yeah 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 but that that credit doesn't help his bank account I'm talking about real credit that's facts what that's do you think fact. Kevin
2: you think he got paid these uh, people are being greedy and just been like okay thanks don't tell him this credit. is money combat over
0: here you got a fern stern handshake that's that's all you can make. pretty much and a thank you so Mortal Kombat 1995 had a budget of 18 million and it grossed about 122 at the very end. Um, Like I mentioned, it was a big hit. Nowadays, it isn't really seen as that great of a movie. Obviously, this is during the 90s, so you have a lot of the effects of the 90s. I guess you could say it didn't really age well.
2: I would agree with that, but back in the day, that was pretty good graphics, you know? The, The CGI was pretty much up to par, and the graphics weren't bad for a 1995 movie. I think it caught a lot of people by surprise just seeing the elements they incorporated into that movie really eye-opening for a movie such a low-budgeted too had its good graphics here and there but yeah of yeah. course if Force you watch here yeah for the Force year but year. now it doesn't just hold up because we're so used to the graphics nowadays so it doesn't age well
1: I agree it didn't age well but at the time I'm sure it was it was the best thing since toilet paper. I mean come on video game come to life you know what I'm saying we Got reptile we got Sonya blade best character in the movie you know what I'm just saying but
0: quick synopsis of the movie um, this movie follows the first Mortal Kombat game pretty similarly, in which Shang Tsung, Emperor Shao Kahn's sorcerer, he lures Earth's champions, Sonya Blade, Liu Kang, and Johnny Cage into Mortal Kombat.
2: Kevin what is Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat is basically fighters from 3 different realms, Outer World, Nether Realm, I think that's what it's called, and Earthrealm, and they're basically um, fighting This is a tournament that they do every, I think, 100 years. I can't remember what the number is. But it's essentially them fighting off uh, to stay without getting invaded by Shao Kahn. Which is basically, as mentioned in the 95 film, it's mentioned where Netherrealm has gotten 9 straight victories. And if they win the last one, Shao Kahn can take over Earthrealm.
1: I mean that's that sounds pretty cool, Kevin. Uh, would you fight in a, in a in a tournament like
2: that? I don't know how to fight, so I'm, I'm gonna have to exclude myself out.
1: I'll, I'll like you know I'll be there making sure Sonya Blade her feet aren't hurting. Uh-huh. You know, I, I just I like to be supportive,
2: a supportive, bro. I'll be Sonya Blade. Just yeah. just Sonya Blade, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, makes sense. I yeah. mean
1: Malena too, with them teeth. Oh, I like to take risks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As explained by Earthrealm's mentor, Lord Raiden. Shang Sun and Outworld uh, needed to win 10 straight Mortal Kombat tournaments to conquer Earthrealm, and they have won 9 so far. So this is the last chance Earthrealm has to unfoiling Emperor Shao Kang's plot. Uh, on the island, we see a lot of our favorite characters like Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Reptile, and Goro, which are all fighting for Outworld. Now, Princess Katana also makes an appearance in this movie. And she helps Liu Kang. She guides him into the final battle with Shang Tsung. Pretty basic rundown. What do you guys think about this movie? I mean, I think personally it's, I think it did great in casting. I think a lot of his characters were pretty well casted. In specific, to me, Liu Kang. That guy was born to play Liu Kang. Do you guys remember who the actor was for Liu
1: Kang? The actor who played Liu Kang, his name is Robin Shu. And Sonya Blade played by Bridget Wilson. Alright. And the antagonist was played by Kari Hiryuki Tagawa. Great. I, th- I like that name better than Shanks on.
0: Another thing that I really liked about this movie is um, the visuals. In specific, I really enjoyed, I don't know what your guys favorite fight scene, but I really enjoyed Johnny Cage versus Scorpion.
2: Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't consider that the best, but go ahead. I'm you not saying it was that. the best,
0: but it was, it was very nice because I liked the stage change. Basically, if you guys remember, during that fight, they were in a
2: forest. Right, which is one of the original, actually, levels from one exactly. of the games. Exactly. And right.
0: then it changes into another one, much like a lot of these games In when you play it. There's a lot of stage changes. And as we know, Mortal Kombat has been very good as far as having little details like that. Right. As far as the gaming, whether it's smoke peeking through the background in Mortal Kombat 2. Right. Whether it's having... These weird characters that you have no idea and then later coming up within the other games. Mortal Kombat is great when you uncover secrets like that. And their attention to detail is what really, really piques my interest. So that specific fight for me was was
2: great. It was phenomenal. I don't know if it's the best. I think the final battle was the best for me. But Oh, wow. Final battle? I think that's got to be probably... One of considered one of the worst. I would put maybe that one fourth. You uh, said you
1: trash freedom.
2: <laughs> I don't mean to bash on Alfredo here, but uh, you got to mention that funny... You got to talk about Johnny Cage, versus Goro, with that hilarious scene that he goes, you just stepped on my $500 glasses, like, asshole. Like, that's an all-time iconic moment in that franchise. Everybody knows about that. I think that's a great moment, but as far as fighting goes, there's not really much fighting. Right, but he did give the famous... Nut punch, which was hilarious. I agree with Kevin. Of course you (laughs) would. No, but seriously, the best fight scene of that movie has to be the Liu Kang and Reptile scene. The music. Oh yeah. Um, the way the whole fight starts. You got Johnny Cage looking all like crazy, like he's all freaked out about the Outworld. But just the way the fight starts off, where he grabs Reptile. He was the only one that grabs Reptile. He throws him into a like a carcass, and it turns him into. The most famous Green Ninja kind of looking like Sub-Zero and Scorpion which gave him a look. The reason why I point out that's probably the best fight scene. You gotta keep in mind the actor broke his ribs for that scene. I don't know if you guys know that. He broke three ribs on that scene. Right. And I also have to mention the fact. The sti- There's one point in the movie that you can pause and they're both standing looking at each other and the background is a famous level from the first game. And like that drawed my attention but what really stood out about that fight scene, it gave us the most glorifying move of Liu Kang. It gave us the bicycle kick. You know Liu Kang by shooting fires and the next surefire thing is the bicycle kick. All you remember from the video game is just like that it just is like that it, that scene gives us everything it gives us all of that so
1: I agree I, I think um, you make good points that this movie does a good job of including a lot of details that fans love from the games right so I think and in that sense I would say it was well done I guess
0: um, one choral that I would have or a couple one would be um, there's no pit going into what you said about the details of the game there's no pit you know one big aspect of Mortal Kombat would be fighting against someone hitting that uppercut and then that character falling into the pit and getting impaled. And the reason that there's no pit, I understand, this movie was rated PG-13 because it was targeted towards a younger audience. A younger audience are the ones who play the video games. They um, did
2: kind of give us the impalement scene with Shang-, Shang Tsung. But there's no actual pit. Right, you know? exactly, so, I know what you mean. That's the
0: only thing I have... Um, I don't know what you guys think, but it's overall I think it's a great movie. Past everyone's expectations.
2: For sure, nobody was anticipating that. I mean, if you look at other—I'm not gonna give out names—but if you look at other franchises that try, like movie, fran- the movies that try to do video game. Franchises, give names, like Street Fighter, there uh, we the go. Mario Brothers. Call them the out, Mario, Mario Brothers. That, those movies were treacherous, and a lot of people thought this was gonna go down the same line. It's There's gonna be just another video game. Put them out there, get sued. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ! No, I agree with you. I know, I know. I'm just messing around, but I agree. I agree. I think you have. To- um, like what kind of comparables are that, that live up to the hype the way Street Fighter did, live up to the hype the way Mortal Kombat did. Right. Uh, I would agree with Alfredo, not just the pit, but in general, more gore, more blood. But right. at the end of... F-
2: that's, they wanted the younger audience there, which exactly. is what Alfredo exactly. mentioned. Exactly.
1: So it's a good point. Um, I think it was a good compromise. I, I, right. I, I think, for, without a doubt, a good compromise.
2: What is
0: not a good compromise is the following, the sequel, Mm. Mortal Kombat Annihilation 1997. Guys, I cannot stress this enough. Kevin, I know you know this. This movie was bad.
2: Man, the expectation I can imagine back in '97 for that movie must have been so high. Who knows what they grossed and how much budget they got. The expectations were high in this movie, but you know oh man just not even there's so many wrongs about this movie just to get only Katana and Liu Kang the original characters excuse me actors coming back that's the only two original characters from those movies they didn't even get the original Raiden they couldn't even get Johnny Cage and Johnny Cage gets killed off in five minutes within that movie that's your character of the movie whoa damn Five minutes? He's gone. I, think, I I believe it was five minutes. I forgot who killed him off, but yeah, he's killed off. Some before. would say
1: that's a generous time, Alfredo. Enough with the enough with the criticism. That's judgment right there. I don't
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I I see where there's a couple of good things that they tried to do with the movie. They brought uh, they brought Sub Zero back because he died in the first movie, but that's because he was in you know he was enslaved by Shang Tsung. They brought back the, the Sub-Zero, the good one. Um, they brought Molina into this movie. They brought us Shao Khan, who was a tease from the first movie. You know, they, they brought us all these characters. They, they tried to bring us all these characters to get us more hyped, but it just didn't pan out the movie. It just really didn't.
0: A quick summary of what happened on this one. Uh, after beating, being defeated in Mortal Kombat, Emperor Shao Khan decides to invade Earth anyway, just bypass the rules and he gets help with his father, who was a fallen elder. Confused of Khan's breaking the rules, Lord Raiden implores his champions, his Earth Champions, to get stronger as he consults the Elder Gods, God, filled with plot holes, bad acting, bad choreography, pointless moments, and just wasted characters. And we finish this monstrosity of a movie with uh, Liu Kang defeating Emperor Shao Khan, and Shinnok being banished.
2: You can't forget about that horrible, horrible, horrible animation. Even in 97, that horrible animation of him turning into a dragon. Oh, it was bad. My God. It was horrendous. I get it. Like, that's what his one of his fatalities was. But just the fact that he turned into a full-on dragon, the animation was off. Everything about that scene was off. They, they, they miserably failed in that part. But I see where they were coming from. I don't know how the budget was, but that was a pretty much failed aspect of the movie.
1: If you had to guess though, why the the significant and dramatic drop in quality of movie?
2: I'm guessing maybe you just didn't have the budget for it, or maybe they got a little lazy and they felt like, hey, we got so much money out of the first movie, you don't have to really try hard for this one. But at the end of the day, it was such a letdown. Like a lot of people had a lot of aspirations for that movie and it was just it was a flop. It, it really was. It just was a flop in the theaters.
1: Because a situation like that, I see it as so disrespectful and almost like a cultural shift. Because had that movie been a huge success uh, financially, right? Let's say they would have had the same quality as the first. Maybe even slightly better given that it's two years newer. Right. How do we know we, we don't get better... Street Fighter movies, like you had mentioned, a better Mario movie, maybe, or maybe fast forward a little bit, uh, a better Assassin's Creed movie. <laughs> you know, just there's different franchises with fantastic, fantastic fight scenes, fantastic story that they could have made great movies on. And I feel like I truly believe people are, are afraid to try.
0: As far as video game movies or just movies in general?
1: Yeah, uh, video game movies. Or just uh, movies based on stories originated from video games, I guess.
0: Which hasn't had a lot of good reputation, like you said. Um, So, yeah, I think you're right. I think if they would have put in the same amount of effort that they did within the first one, because I cannot believe that they put in the same effort they put in the first one, Kev. I mean, there's no way.
2: Like I said, I really think um, they basically did that to us because they felt like giving us characters like Ermac and uh, Nightwolf and Senel and Jade and like Shiva and all these people they're thinking, why not just hire all these people to fight for us and give us... They basically went the route of basically saying, let's give them all these characters like Smoke and Melina and Rain, they were basically saying, I, I, I really felt like they were thinking. Hey, maybe we don't need to spend so much on animation. Let's just give all people's favorite characters. Oh, and that makes sense. I mean, it's, there's a galore of of characters here. Peep, there's a lot of Cyrax fans that he's in that part of the movie. Nightwolf gets introduced in that movie too. He's pretty a, a pretty net brand new cool character that was introduced into the franchise. Um, Ermac is a fan favorite too. He's the red. He's the red ninja here. Um, you know, Shiva uh, is the female version of Goro. They, they they probably gave us. They probably said, "Let's go less um, animation, less less qu- lower quality tier actors, actresses." But let's just give them more characters, and maybe it's a hit. And it's not. Even Reigns in this movie too, and it's it just didn't pan out.
1: Less is more.
2: I I completely agree. I mean, like you said, Kev, they they try to
0: try to give us way too much. And in my opinion, they wasted a lot of characters. In specific, Rain was wasted. Right. Uh, Sheba was wasted. We didn't even see her fight. Nope. She she was just just, yeah. She's just a
2: background character pretty pretty much. So it's it's
0: very disappointing. Like like Brian said, less is more. We would have really appreciated a little bit more quality. But hey, like you said, Kev, maybe they just wanted to appeal to the fans.
2: That movie did feel like it appealed to the fans. I mean, they gave us all the pretty much every ninja that we were accustomed to growing up. They gave us the female, uh, Goro and Shiva. You know, they they did they did a lot of trying to give all the characters. You know, as the games went on, more characters were implemented, and that's that's the feel that they tried to do with this movie. And it just it didn't pan out. It's not a video game; it's a movie. You gotta you gotta play with the. You got to play with the acting. You got to do the special effects good. If and the and the plot has to f- it has to fill. It can't just be full of plot holes. It's just not gonna work if it's not executed right. That being said, is there anything good from the movie
0: that you guys can take away from?
2: And N-O. oh,
0: that says no.
2: That's that's a no for me.
1: I wanted to um, to bring up a serious point. I've seen stories in video games better than the story from that movie and there are video games that will immerse you into a story so many really i'm not even going to start counting them but
2: mm, i got a couple of mine right now How right I feel like
1: they it, like it could just they just pour in so many good stories I'll right but absolutely going into this this newest film uh mortal kombat 2021 released just last week uh, i have to say the best part of the movie are the fatalities
2: Easily, yeah, yeah. They actually gave us the fact of I have to jump in. Sorry, Alfredo. Just the fact that they gave us fatalities and making this movie a rated R movie that, that was phenomenal. Seeing the Khan Lao finish, uh, Sub Zero ripping Jax's arms off that, that's those that's a highlight of those that movie. Oh, uh, Shang Tsung sucking the soul of Khan Lao fantastic as well. So, basic synopsis on this one. Basically, this
0: story follows Cole Young. So, Cole Young is a struggling fighter, but he is chosen. He was destined to be chosen to take part in Mortal Kombat. He was a descendant of Scorpion, I believe. Yes. Who? Cole
2: Young. Oh, yeah. Is he a part of the video games? He is not. So, we got a brand new character that no one's ever heard about.
0: So, the director of this movie, who is... Simon McCoy
2: decided that
0: adding a new character
2: invokes the spirit of
0: Mortal Kombat
2: right how many games have we done of Mortal Kombat and we get a new character now zero right right so bring in a character that's made up for movie purposes right okay so before I get into those details about hi about our famous new character Cole Young basically it introduces the beginners people who really don't know about the movies, they bring us back into that whole uh, the intergalactic combat story that's been going around generations. They're basically saying, hey, you get this tattoo or this engravement in your skin, which I thought was a pretty cool concept of the movie per se. It gives us that introduction of why these random people in this universe are the fighters. It shows us, Gives us a new perspective, something we've never seen in the video game, never mentioned. But it gives us that, okay, this is why they're chosen, and they're basically it's all these fighters, people from Earthrealm and people from Outworld. Out and they're basically doing the same thing from the 95, basically just refreshing the whole, um, the whole franchise up again. So it's like a reboot. Basically, they, they this movie uh, is basically a reboot of 95, and they're giving us the fight and the tournament and. This whole thing but they're giving it to us in a way where they're setting it up to bring us an MK universe so essentially we see you know we didn't get to see there's a bunch of characters that are gonna be introduced to us in for sure what's most likely gonna be the second movie just how based off how this movie ended but this movie ends basically basically ends Uh, apparently Scor- Scor- Scorpion and Sub-Zero fight at the end with the help of Ko Young, a random character, <laughs> you know, and basically that's how they basically win the tournament. Uh, Raiden wasn't about to attack Shang Tsung at the end of this movie, but he escapes magnificently fine. Well, did they even begin the tournament? No, believe it or not, because Shang Tsung, with the help of Cabal, actually stepped and uh, Cabal goes and talks to Kano And basically sabotages the tournament to even begin yeah, Essentially so. so we're not even introduced to the tournament This was, like I said This movie was basically the prequel of the tournament per se Because okay. the tournament never actually establishes, you know? Right so. I, I did like that they focused on
0: the, the feud between Scorpion and Sub-Zero Like in the beginning of the movie it, You see um, Scorpion and... Sub-Zero attacking his family.
2: Correction, Behind.
0: Oh, I, I apologize. Behind. It's okay. But um, I like that um, Scorpion and Sub-Zero is arguably one of the most most popular rivalries there is in, in video game franchises. So I think that they did a great job in shedding a little bit of light in that.
1: What about Mario
2: and Bowser? Arguably, I... I don't know. I think fighting games maybe the most iconic one, <laughs> but there's others. Yeah. There's I, others. I would agree. I think in fighting games, that's top it's fighting games that definitely you, it's up there. It's got to be probably top three at least on everybody's list. Top three? Top three? Maybe even first? I say first. It's got to be gotta every be. first. Because well, he said you a hard no, time. no, no. That's how <laughs> Because he said Mario and Bowser, which yes, that's the most iconic. I know. Maybe I'm just messing around. probably most likely most iconic, but rivalry there is. But fighting game wise, that's got to be up. Probably number one, number two, maybe. Who knows? It all depends on who you ask, but to me, that's number one.
1: Um, the, the I'm sorry to cut you off, but I wanted to, to say, first, Sub-Zero. I understand people. Akano was funny. You know, he set a good Ooh. tone for the movie. Sub-Zero was an amazing antagonist, and I'm so excited to see Joe Taslim and four more Mortal Kombat
2: movies. You got to keep in mind... When you say sub zero, this isn't the sub zero that we're kind of used to different, what games say, gives us, which is sub zero is essentially the good guy kind of sold us this way, but people have to understand this is Bihan and Bihan is the original sub zero and that he's not the sub zero we're used to being the good guy where you see he's trying to be friends of scorpion and stuff like that. this is Bihan this is the original sub zero which later on which you know let's see if they they hopefully they do bring it in but you know rumors are saying that he will be in bihan got killed in this movie but he will return as noob because bihan is Noob, and we're gonna see a new sub-zero come in which is essentially his younger brother which is what we're used to seeing as the good character and stuff like that so it's good that they acknowledge the fact that this is sub-zero as bihan and not the or like the younger brother of his which you know we're kind of used to seeing as the good guy and mm-hmm. the helper of earth from as you would say yeah they they established an
1: identity outside of sub-zero they gave him who they established who he was his backstory okay like you said so it was very clear it's Behan. it's the bad or evil uh, it's the old zero yeah, right All right but i i I'm, like i said
2: whether it's a sub-zero or new very excited for the future fight scenes with joe taswell for sure he did amazing in the fight scenes thank god this new movie gave us fatalities that being It was short and sweet, but, you know, it was only a couple, like, maybe a couple here and there fatalities, but, you know, it gave us the fatalities, which I think the other two movies were kind of forgetting, like, what are we so used to, like, what's iconic moments of Mortal Kombat and its fatalities, I'm glad they introduced that into this movie, you know, that's one of the definitely pros about this movie, you know, there's a lot of lacking components in this movie, you know, but... I like that they introduced a lot of characters, like Kabal was a great, great, that's probably my favorite side character there is, because he is the speedster of the MK series, of the universe. I agree, I enjoyed Cabal a lot. Cabal is one of my f- top five favorite fighters, especially with the new, you know, the new video game, he's up there in category for sure. Um, they brought Melina, they gave us introduction, they threw in Goro, which was a shock to me, just didn't like that. Random character killed them, but you know, I understand where they're going from. Um The storyline was a bit confusing in an aspect because I really went into that. Mo- I was watching that movie and I didn't know who Ko Young was until maybe maybe the hour and a half mark. I don't know if you guys felt that too, kind of confused on the whole Ko Hong, um, just because everybody grew up as Liu Kang as the guy, you know, yeah, and they're making random character as the guy you know and they put Liu Kang as a side character I hope that in the next couple movies you know they kind of put Kohan to the side let the chosen Liu Kang one do his thing so it could be that they decided we want to be as different
1: from the first movie as possible could be just just a thought but I wanted to ask what do you think
2: about the random characters Young, Arcana I mean, the fact that they brought in uh, Narita and Rico into this movie, I mean, you gotta be a hardcore, hardcore Mortal Kombat fan to know, they're a one-game player, but I really feel like they did that kind of as fillers, I mean, there's so many characters that still can be introduced, I mean, we didn't even get Johnny Cage in this movie, which, we got the nice little hint that he's gonna be in the next one, but there's so many characters that were missed out in this movie, but... It's got it. I see what they did with that aspect of the movie. They don't want to give us all the goods, like you know, they don't want to give us all the goods, and then the second movie comes out, and then everybody's like, okay, but we already saw that guy, or that guy's dead off, you know, So I see what they did with that aspect of the movie, but let's see what's what goes on going forward.: Well, definitely, it makes sense.
0: Mortal Kombat guys, you can definitely watch these movies in HB.O. Max, HBO Max. same day premieres very nice very nice so guys real quick just to finish things off exclamation point what do you guys what are your, some of uh, treasured memories that you guys have playing the games watching the movies anything at all I like um I, remember, I just have memories of, of playing the game you know and I remember playing with my cousin and getting mad that she would always beat me because like she was better than me but it was just having that experience of playing and it was just fun Just video games You know, you are younger and it's just a simpler time with
2: a lot more blood, but simpler yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, all that blood <laughs> blood back then was a pretty big deal in video games. Iconic moments, it's got to be the get over here by a oh, scorpion. Yeah. That's, gotta, it's, that's number one. Another one that I can't believe none of you guys mentioned is when you guys are playing the originals, when they scream, "Toasty," you got to pause the game to oh, get yeah. a treasure, you know? Um, and all the classic fatalities, I mean, the game gave us... Um, uh, doing the famous uppercut and it goes down the pit uh, The scorpion fatality Sub-zero, I mean this game brought us into such a universe where we were not accustomed to in video games But it gave us it shed us a new light and it gave us new gore and it, and it drove everybody crazy Very
0: nice Mortal Kombat guys. I want to give a special shout out to Ian Schizzer from 616 Entertainment He's the one who I picked up a lot of information from taught me a lot Six One Six Entertainment, guys, definitely check them out. They deal with all entertainments, video games, movies, and so much more. So next week, guys, we will be dealing with Indiana
1: Jones.
0: Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. What, do they have a?
1: Do they have a music? I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. That was pretty good. I don't remember though. I could have said anything. You would agree with me. That is absolutely true. Okay,
0: Indiana Jones. Next week, guys, get hyped! Indiana Jones, Lucas Films. Um, so, thank you guys so much for joining us. Kevin, thank you so much for the input. Crazy information.
2: Thank you for having me on. This was a pleasure to be on.
0: Of course, really appreciate it, guys.
1: All right, please follow us social media: Instagram, Twitter, and follow us on all the streaming services: Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. Thank you for the following for the support.
0: Guys, like Brian said, we really appreciate everything you've done. Hit us up with some some feedback. We always love hearing back from you guys. Um, And we'll see you next week.